Food trucks struggle from time to time with their setup being great for many, many months, maybe even many years, and eventually that site peters out. And then what do you do? Or if you're a brand new food truck owner, where do you even go to find those great places to set up? We're going to talk about that today. Welcome to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business coach, author of five food truck vending books, including Food Truck 101 and Food Truck 201. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. As a food truck owner, finding a great location to set up your business can be absolutely critical to your success. So let's talk about some ways to find that perfect spot. What I recommend people do is just from the comfort of your couch, just pull out your laptop or your cell phone, put on a Google search for a map of your city or your neighborhood or your area, and then start to look at high traffic areas, places where you know there's a whole bunch of traffic, and see what land is there, what businesses are there, what potential is there for you to go set up. Because when you see it at that overhead, you can look and go, oh, that's plenty of room for me to set up. Or you might look at the overhead and go, nope, there is no way in the world I can fit my truck in there. So it helps to narrow down those potential areas. So look for high traffic areas. You also want to look for high foot traffic areas because foot traffic tends to mean lots of people are going to impulse buy. If you're set up in front of a business where there's not a lot of people walking by, then you got to do a whole lot more marketing because you can't depend upon the impulse shoppers. You want to make sure you understand your local laws and regulations. It could be that you can't set up within so many feet of another food business, such as a restaurant. Some localities even say you can't set up near a grocery store that happens to sell prepackaged food. So you got to understand where you're allowed to set up. There's one city that just recently enacted some rules that effectively took 96% of the city out of being a legal place for a food truck to set up. Now, there's a bunch of attorneys that are fighting that, but for right now, that's law. And that means you can't go set up until that law gets overturned. So you got to understand those restrictions. you got to understand what you're allowed to do and what you're not allowed to do. Of course, there's always attending or creating what some food truck owners refer to as events. And that's where two or three food trucks get together and actually create a little mini food truck festival or food truck rally. What that helps to do is it brings in more people because they have choices. A family of four that have four different flavor profile favorites could actually find four different food trucks and all eat and all be happy. But if you create that little local food truck rally, you're also going to have to depend on each other's marketing, each other's social media. And that can certainly help a new food truck owner get some exposure. Or it could also reinvigorate an old truck that people have kind of forgotten about because it's fallen into the take it for granted category. I always recommend using social media. And I have a pattern that I like to see food trucks do. Social media, you want to make sure you're on the basics, which would be Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Get on those. 
Twitter may not be real popular in your area, and if it isn't, then don't get on it. But definitely Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Short-form video is taking off right now. YouTube has created a whole category for those real short, those really short videos. Facebook has always liked little short videos as well, especially live ones. TikTok is nothing but short-form video. Even if you are horrible at making a video, start making videos. Practice makes perfect. You don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great at making videos. Sitting and whining about how little you know about the editing process and I don't look good on camera will not improve your business or your ability to make videos. Just get out there and make them. You will be just fine. Get used to hearing your own voice. It is just something you got to do. Now, as far as the pattern I want to see on social media, if you really want to be super successful, you're going to have to post every single day. There is no way around that. You got to keep your business top of mind of your guests. Now, you got to post engaging content. Otherwise, they'll just scroll right on by. They'll see your logo and go, there's that boring person, and they won't even bother to stop. So get on there every single day and post content related to great pictures of your food. Talk about yourself, your food truck, your personality. Let that show through on every post. And then also contribute things that just help the community that have absolutely nothing to do with your business, whether it be a parade that's coming up or some type of charity event, anything that would be content that has nothing to do with your food business, but still comes from your food business's social media. So you're creating content again very quickly. Food has got to be the number one thing. It's the star of the show. It's what brings people in. 70% of your, your content should revolve around your food in some way, shape, or form. Then the remaining 30%, you can have about 20% of that be about the food truck, about you personally, you doing prep, those physical things that maybe aren't necessarily a part of the end result of your food. And then the other 10% would just be that local content that just lets people know that you're more than just a place that's worried about getting somebody to come eat a sandwich for the day. If you're going to post seven days a week, you can schedule those. It makes your life a little bit easier so you're not constantly on social media. The days that you're open, you should post multiple posts. Before you open, when you get open, and when you close. It should be automatic posts. The one before you open reminds people that, hey, we need to plan our lunch. Here's a good place to go eat. The one that during your business reminds people that you're currently open. Come check us out. And then the one when you're closed is reminding people that, hey, you missed out today, but tomorrow we're going to be available at. And you let them know where you're going to be available at. So that's your social media pattern. All seven days. Days that you're open, multiple posts. Days you're closed, at least one post a day. Besides making those posts, you want to check your social media to respond to every single comment at least twice a day. You want to catch it in the morning to catch anything that happened overnight, and then once in the evening to catch anything that's happened throughout the day. And you want to sincerely respond. You don't just go down through and write, thank you, 20 times. If you get people talking about how great something was, you're going to be very specific. Thank you so much for the comment. I really enjoy that food product too. And then name the food product. And then don't just copy that 20 times either. Change it up. Oh, that's my favorite. Oh, that's my son's favorite. That's my daughter's favorite. We sell so many of those. I love making them. You know, whatever it takes, let people know that you actually read it and you care about their comments. You're creating a conversation. That's all social media is. A conversation. You want to partner with any local businesses. And what I'm talking about is if you're going to set up in front of a brewery, you're not being a leech, just hoping that people that come to the brewery to get something to drink are going to step out and order food from your food truck. You're going to partner with them. If it's a brewery, make something 
with their food products, one of their beers, something they're really proud of, turn it into a cheese sauce, turn it into any other kind of a sauce that makes sense for your menu. And then you can talk about how you proudly serve this particular brew that they have in the brewery. Or you could pair certain beers with your food. And we recommend that if you're going to get this sandwich, this is the perfect brew to get. Go inside and order it now. You want people to have a reason to patronize both businesses. Use a food truck that is a brewery. If you're going to partner with, let's say, the hardware store, same deal. You want to take pictures of your business out in front of the hardware store, give the address of the hardware store, talk about what you're doing there, get the manager involved. If they have some type of announcement system within the, the hardware store, just ask if he'll announce your business every couple of hours, every hour even. The idea is that when two businesses partner together, it helps increase the sales at both businesses. Typically, food truck owners go a couple of different ways. They're really, really timid, and they're just lucky that anybody said, yeah, you can park here. Or they're arrogant and say, we're the people magnet. And they think and even will state that they bring people to a business, but they never really prove it. Because guess what? That business was there before your food truck ever came into existence. It was there well before your food truck decided that I'm going to go park and tell this guy how arrogant I am that I can bring all kinds of people to his business. The local business has something you don't have, and that's a place to park. So you're becoming a partner. It has to benefit both businesses. The food truck should gain sales. It should also bring its own clients that aren't necessarily interested in the business you're setting in front of as well as that business that you're sitting in front of, is going to have a whole bunch of people that don't care one bit about the food you're selling. But it's going to have some that will be glad you're there. So you guys are helping each other to grow. It is not a one-way street. You want to make sure you're asking for feedback. And this is a tough one. People get so afraid to ask for feedback. Ask your guests, how's the food today? Leave us a review on Facebook or on our social media, on Google, wherever you have reviews. Ask them to leave you one. You can't get better as a business unless people are telling you how to get better as a business. You will run out of ideas really quickly if you think that everything you're doing is perfect and no one's giving any feedback. If no one's giving you feedback, it means they're not impressed enough to care about your business to want it to be open tomorrow. People that give you feedback, they want you to either know you did an awesome job, so please come back again tomorrow because I like your food, or they like your food just enough to get you to want to come back and be better at whatever it was you're delivering on that particular day. Now, here's one other thing I want you to keep in mind whenever you go to any place to set up. And this is one that I don't talk about very often, but it's one you got to do. And that is you've got to take good notes about what you've done for that particular day. So if you're setting up for the very, very first time in front of Ace Hardware, you need to talk about the details. How busy was the traffic that day? Not only the traffic coming to your business, but the traffic going into Ace. Did they seem to be super busy and you weren't? Did you seem to be super busy and Ace wasn't? What's the traffic like going in front of Ace Hardware? Is the traffic heavy? Is it normal? Is it light? Is it rainy? Is it overcast? Is it super sunny? Is it blistering hot? Is it freezing cold? You got to know those details and you got to write those details down so that you can start to see patterns over time. You can't go to Ace Hardware today and have an awesome day and think all the days are going to be just like that going forward. Likewise, you cannot go to Ace Hardware today and it be totally dead and think that that's a bad location. And I'm never coming here again because I didn't make no money. That's not how businesses work. All you need is a place to park. 
you could place you could park five miles outside of a city on a vacant lot and make money. People have got to love your food enough to want to drive that extra distance, but it's all on you. One of the best places that I ever parked was a literal vacant lot with a rundown convenience store building behind it, boarded up. The place had weeds growing up. I would take my little battery-powered weed eater out and knock down the weeds around where I was parking, and I would park. And then people would start to come and see me because I was there consistently. And I let people know that I existed. I didn't just park there and go, yep, people are going to show up because I'm a food truck because that's not how it works. But if you just go through some of these tips and actually apply them, you're going to be busier. And if they don't work one day, then guess what? Try it again tomorrow. Our business is something that's for the long term. You're in this for the long haul. If you want to make a whole bunch of money, you need to start making little bits of money right now. You got to get out there and do it because you're not going to make a thousand dollars a day, a hundred dollars a day, a million dollars a day until you make one dollar. And then tomorrow, maybe you can make two dollars. Business takes time to grow, but just get out there and start somewhere. Find that location because there's a bunch of them, I promise you. Look on Google Maps. You will be shocked at how many places there are that you didn't even notice because you drive by them with blinders on. Certainly, I hope you're not driving by while you're texting, but a lot of people lose sight of their surroundings. That's why that that saying about stop and smell the roses, just stop and look around. Where can I park? You'll be surprised how many places there are. Thank you so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you're finding all the information helpful to your food truck business, please become a monthly supporter of the podcast. Just hit the support button or follow the link in the description. Every little bit does help keep us going. Join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. We have a whole bunch of awesome members at all different levels, from brand new beginners to decades old veterans. They've all got your back when it comes to helping you with your food truck. And again, thank you for listening. Come back tomorrow because you know i got plenty more to say when it comes to helping you and your food truck business grow.